Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people. If you know they solid, elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some game, it's heavy, y'all gonna talk about it. No, Deanna, speak that shit that everybody vouching. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant. Yo, 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 welcome back to the greatest show on earth, the Man That Mindsets podcast. I'm your host, Xavier, my co-host, D, not in today, but she'll be back um, next episode. We've been we've been gone for a few weeks, but before we start the show, I would like to advise all our listeners to please like, subscribe, um, comment, leave a review, leave a rating, all those things. We're trying to get those subscribers up, so if y'all could do that, we would greatly appreciate it. And getting right into the show, so today we got a very, very special guest. I got my guy on the show. I met my guy with 2014. All right. Yeah, 2014. 2014. We was in the military together. He's not in the military no more. We both in Dallas now. He doing this thing, my boy Jew. What's up, Jew? What's good? Welcome to the show, What's bro. What's good, bro? What's yeah. good, man? Thank you for having me on. Yeah, it's been a long time coming, bro. It's been a hey, long time coming. Show. So, so let's get let's get straight into it, man. So for the people this who that watch the show that's listening, this could be their first time here. Just give some background and so let the people know who you is. Uh, well, my name is Julius DeBartelaven. I'm 27 years old. Uh, I'm from Alabama. I'm from like Talladega, Alabama. That's um, if you watch Talladega Nights, um, that's basically where that movie was based out of the little racetrack. So that's where I'm from. Oh, damn. Uh, basically, um, same upbringing and stuff as anybody else. Like uh, we seen a lot uh, as a, I seen a lot as a young, a young kid. Mm-hmm. So it, it forced me to grow up are fast and then after a while it just got old so i joined the military that's how I, you know yeah. met you yeah. um and from there man the rest is what we're gonna talk about all right. <laughs> right, right, right and that was what was that that was 10 years ago right um no no going, not 10, going, 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 going into almost like nine, yeah, it's so like, like, it's about nine. eight nine yeah you're right because i joined 2013 at the end of 2013 like october 2013 yeah yeah, damn. So it is about nine years now. Damn, that shit went by Long fast. Son. Damn, that went by fast. So, so all right, let's play that sports. So you was in the military. So let the people know, because I know the people going to you. Uh, you got a new career field that you're going crazy. And let the people know what you do right now. Uh, what I'm doing right now, I'm in um, insurance industry. I'm an adjuster, mm-hmm. uh, independent adjuster. And um, I specialize in the field. I, I don't do any desk work. Uh, it's just field. And that's what so so what's the we only had we had one episode where we talked about the share suggestion. So for the people that might not heard the episode and they might not know what the hell you're talking about, you say field that's what's the difference? Uh so desk adjusting is just, you know, working in an office or remote from home. Um field is going out to the inspections, meeting the uh customers of the um large firms and stuff like that, basically. I mean, we'll just go out and um, do inspections on their house. All right, so it's it's simple. Simple. Very simple. But just what's what's, what's dope 
with uh, how I see it is because you making making a career change. First of all, not easy, especially when you coming from the military. Right. Uh, we got you know military so different from the military. Rest. Humble me, man. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? What you like? Uh, I'm, well, you know, but for the people, like I started off in the military doing pretty well. Like I was getting awards, all oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I, I I messed around and got in trouble. After that, man, it was like a target on my back for at least three years. For at least three years. I, I remember, bro. Like, I remember that. I forgot about that. Yeah, so I had to figure something out. I had to figure oh, something I, out. Damn, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, they used to, yeah, they used to be tripping over there. Where y'all used to right, work man. I remember that. And that's that's another reason. I'm kind of scared of being at a desk job. Why? What you mean? Because I worked in a desk, and I feel like that caused the drama. Cause yeah, I was, just, it ain't, it was, it was like we were too close together, like mm. everybody in everybody business. So that's why. That's a good point. Oh, I know, I know. I thought about that before. When you do work at a desk job, cause I didn't have desk jobs. You do be every, cause it ain't. You really ain't got that much going on for real. Nah, to be not for real. Yeah. Like you do your work and then you talking. So it's just creating. It's creating a problem. Oh, that's facts, bro. But what made what, what when it comes to IA though? What made you want to become an insurance adjuster? Uh, I was on Twitter. I was on yeah. Twitter. I seen, I seen what kind of money it can make, and I seen it was an easy entry. So I was like, nah, I could do this quick. So I was like, forty days, forty five days, I could get in. I was like, all right, bet. Took oh, the course and got in. Damn. So, so it only, it only, it took you less than two months to actually become a less certified. Than, less than two months. Really, it could have been. I really, honestly, if I want, if I be honest right now, I could have did it in like three weeks. But me personally, I was just laxed, you know, straight out of the military. I'm I'm going to school. I ain't really worried about it for real. So I could have did it in like three weeks. Damn. I didn't know that. Yeah. All you got to do is study for the test. Take it. Once you take the test, uh, get your license. Once you get your license, get other licenses in other states and you're good. And, and from, from all this, all the insurance as I know, they make good-ass money, too. Oh yeah, yeah, man. The money, the money is endless. It's just learn the skill. Once you learn the skill, you can. Hey, you pretty much. You six figures are better for sure. What the money? Well, like, but what the like? What the as far as pay? Like, what's it based on? Like, is it different for desk? Different for the field? Uh, yeah, it's different from desk and field. Um, the desk, I would say, it's probably going to be under like ten thousand a month. Uh, yeah, about under ten thousand a month. But in the field, it's it's open. You don't know because you could be on a component. I seen one person that I know, he made like 90000 in one month just from being in the field. But on the hourly, I would say you make probably like twelve to 14000 Damn. 12 that's good 14, money, though. Yeah, hey, yeah, bro. That's yeah, yeah, great that's right. money. Yeah, but then how much, how much, how much, um, because, you know, people, a lot of, because some people, this just not going to be for them just because they ain't going to have to work at it for real. Because, mm -hmm. like, Talk about how how much are you gonna be working when you, to make this money though? Uh, I mean, <laughs> starting off, starting off, you're gonna be working some hours, man. You're gonna be frustrated. You're gonna you're gonna definitely go through it. But once you learn the skill, I ain't gonna speak on that. I'm gonna just say learn the skill, and um, once you learn the skill, you'll be able to make your schedule work for you. Right, right, right. Pretty much create your own schedule. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> some people are gonna be scared of that. But then at the same time, especially when you're young, not even for that. I'm talking about for the companies. 
Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? yeah, I get yeah. What you're saying. yeah. I, no, that makes sense. But he, like, some people will be like, man, especially we in. The, I feel like we in a generation right now, of motherfuckers. Excuse my language. People got kids around, right? <laughs> but people lazy for real. They ain't trying to work like ten hour days or nothing like that. They like, man, right. forget all that. I ain't. Yeah. I'm trying to chill, make chill, make and still make money. Which man, I, I was the same way. But the thing of it is. Once I once I got out there, I just took the first deployment. Once I took it, I got out there. I was calling people. I'm stressed out. I don't want to do this. When I got that first check, I was like, all right, this is cool. I ain't going to make this pay nowhere else for what I had to do. Just right. taking a pre-licensing course, getting licensed. And, you know, of course, you got to get other stuff. But at the same time, it's, it's low barrier. I spent probably a thousand dollars to make a hundred thousand. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's correct in thirty days. Like I started a six figure career in thirty days. Thirty days. Thirty to forty days. Yeah, that's the, 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 when you put it that way. It's I can't really think of too many industries that that's possible in. It, it really ain't. It really ain't. I mean, it's just like put put a, put just a tad of effort into this, and and good. you get. And you can definitely get six figures. That's crazy. Just because there's so many people. I remember I was having this conversation with somebody else. I was, we were talking about specific industries that the average person ain't going to have no awareness on. We talked about insurance adjusting. And the other one, I think, was government contracting. And it's like, when you don't know, when you don't, like, especially, like, within a black community, most you ask what the insurance justice is, most people ain't going to know what the hell that right, is. Right, right. But then when they hear about the opportunities you could get, how you could you could make a lot of money doing this. You could be young and start this. Like if right. I knew about this before I joined the military, I probably wouldn't even went to the military. Right. That's that's the same thing I've been telling people. If I would have knew that I could make this type of money before going to the military, I wouldn't even did it. I would definitely want to went to the military because the military wasn't even what I wanted to do. I only went to the military to. So all right, let me bad back. From my 10th grade year to my 12th grade year, I lived alone. My mom had cancer. Mm-hmm. And she she did beat cancer, but something else messed up. I don't want to get into that. Right, right, but right. she was in the hospital for two years. Like, she may have been home maybe two months out of the two years. So, to alleviate her stressing over me doing stuff in the streets and doing all type of other stuff, I was like, I'm gonna just go to the military. My my I got a cousin that's already in the military and he's doing good for himself. So my mom will think that I'm doing good for myself. So I was like, hey, I'm gonna just relieve her stress. Damn. That's a crazy way to put it. Because when you went when, when, especially when you talk about within our community, when you ask people why they in the military, it's usually the same reason. Get out the environment, try something new, yeah, for some new opportunities. So that's I always been about some money though, so no, it ain't that ain't really make me go to the military. Right. It was it was a lot of other factors, man. I was going through a lot through through my high school With years. Your high school years. Yeah. And you just decided to make a pivot, but that's yeah. a plan though. That's still yeah 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 plan. definitely definitely. And that's important, especially when you for real like when you um at that age because you was like eighteen when you got in, right? Eighteen, yeah. So I joined I joined in December. Uh, and a gra- you know a graduation in May, so I probably like what that is. 
I don't know how many months it is, but that's how it was. March. Your graduation right. probably was in March. Hmm? Your graduation probably was in March if you joined in December. No, like high school graduation. Oh, so I'm I graduated. Tripping, like when tripping, I graduated, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went straight into the military. Oh, okay, after. okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, 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 damn, I wish I would have did that, bro. I waited like a, I think I waited like a year and a half, two close to two years. Yeah, I tried. I tried to do that, man. My mom was on me though. Really? She was on me. She was. She was. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Every like every week. She was saying something, and my cousin too. After she put a bug in his ear. Mm, that, hey, I don't know. I, I already know how that go. But let's talk about this though. Since when you got the um, a good you were you, within a good industry like this, a good career field, you are making good money. Like we already know. I feel like we all been through this. Especially if you didn't make good money before, it's, e- it's so easy to blow it. We didn't all blew it back before. So talk about like how <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Talk about how like um, what you doing. To maintain, because I was just having this conversation with somebody else too. Like, it's easy because people would see people would see somebody that's like a millionaire, or not a millionaire, somebody that make a million dollars or make a lot of money, and they just automatically you would think like, oh, they rich, not uh-huh. knowing like you can make a million dollars a month and you could be spending nine hundred ninety nine hundred ninety thousand dollars a month too. So just because you make a lot, don't mean you have a lot. So talk about right. when you got a good career field. How are you maintaining to keeping a balance and keep growing your money and not just keeping it, you know what I'm saying, at a pace where it's, where it's not growing? Um, so, I think independent adjusting is is a career field that's going to help you do that. Because most yeah. of the time, you're going to be in areas where there's nothing there. Uh, only thing you could do is get you some from a one Wendy's that's in the city and Go to your appointment. So you're gonna be saving the money. It ain't it's not that. But once you get home, what I feel like you should do is you should budget. You should at least have a budget of of um really you should do the whole year because you might not go on a deployment the whole you every every month. It may not stack up, stack like, up that. like that. So how much you get, you need to stretch as far as you can. But me personally, I per, now I've joined a team where um, I can work all year, so I don't worry about that. But at first, it's going to be like I work this month, then work this month. Might I work three months and then work another month. So it's going to be stuff like that at first. So just yeah. save the money. Act like you ain't got it. But that's easier said than done, though. This is play get, devil's advocate. Get you some. Right, I ain't right. Gonna even, I'm, I'm going to be realistic. <laughs> get you something. Huh? Like, get you something, but don't. Don't go out here in the club every day. Outside costs. Man, what? Outside costs. It costs, bro. I was looking at my account just going out with y'all. I already know it. I probably, I went out like three nights in a row with y'all one time. I looked at my account. I had spent like $1,500. Yep. I don't even know on, on what. what. Just out here. <laughs> that's why I don't really be going out like that no more, bro. I'm yeah. like, I'm, cause you ain't, cause at the end of the day, you ain't missing nothing. It's the same shit. The same. If you go to these places, it's the same. It's the exact same shit. So you ain't missing right, nothing. Right. And then, like you said, outside just costs so much. It costs so much money now. Like mm-hmm. every time I step out the crib, it seems like I spend five hundred dollars. Yeah. And oh, you got think sure. gas, gas, gas to fill the tank. You gonna eat? You gonna well? Uh, if you stop at the store, get some. First of all, gas and eating probably gonna be depending on what kind of car you got. It take a hundred dollars to fill up my tank. If I go eat, that might be another hundred. That's two hundred off top, off just top. going outside. Now, if I want to do any other thing, it's like, dang, I just spent three fifty just 
Today, right. night, what the hell? I need to right. go home. So everything is so inflated right now. So it is, that's super important to keep in mind, especially when you're trying to build up because being outside and trying to stack, man, that shit going today, that shit damn near impossible for real. Yeah. Unless sure. you making unless you making so much money that it, it's just all the offset is so wide, yeah. but even if you making a lot, if you outside all the time and you doing because when you start making a lot, your outside be a little different. If you go oh, to the yeah. club, yeah, you just ain't gonna be yeah. in the club. You gonna have a section. You gonna have bottles. You know what I'm saying? Ain't gonna get lit the bottles come <laughs> how they supposed to. You gonna get you get, another one. Get you, gonna get do, you gonna be doing too much. <laughs> like this, just it come with it though. No, I come with it, but you got to take man. Like you, that, I think that's why I think before anybody um decide to increase their lifestyle, they got to take into account that everything that's gonna come with that. Because oh, now yeah. you not only you increasing it, but you got to maintain it now. Right. You got to maintain it. And you got to think about, you got to think about those times when just say, all right, for me, it's for me, like just say, I want to go out and get something that may cost like 40 bands or something like mm-hmm. that. I'm like, Damn, I want to get it. But it said, what if, what if this insurance adjustment shit go low? What if I fall off a roof? What if they not about to, they yeah. not about to take care of me. And then I done made this crazy decision. I got a kid too, so exactly. We talk about that. The responsibilities are different. I ain't got nobody to lean on to. Who I'm taking care of my kid. You feel what I'm saying? Nobody else is. So it's like you can't just be out here spending money like that, bro. Without thinking about ahead and thinking about what could possibly happen. What man? That's facts. Especially especially right now because it's pretty weak. Then the recession. So right now, you really can't be just loose like that, cause you, like you say, you never know what could happen. Right. And then right. if your nest egg ain't that big, you ain't gonna be able to stretch it out over a long period of time. If you happen to go through the uh, go through a drought, God forbid, you gotta go through a drought. But yeah. if you do, cause you never know what the hell could happen in life. Right, <laughs> man. The, I, I, the recession. It well, we are ready, but I say as it gets, as it get worse. You gonna see who really who who really yep. living what what they what they talking about? People saying they saving, people saying they doing. They been all investing. This. <laughs> Twelve months from now, you gonna see who who actually was saving that money, investing that money. Like every investment don't pop, but at the same time, that mindset not gonna go away from a person that's really living it. Mm-hmm. You gonna see people that don't even talk about investing no more. In like twelve months, and they may it's gonna probably be like somebody that's got a large following. following. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the type of stuff. So that's like, oh no, nah, that's no. Nah, you like, right, bro. You right. I was I've been thinking the same thing because the reality of it is droughts. The droughts expose the people that's faking. Right. It's just naturally gonna happen if you're talking about investing all the time, buying assets, saving money, doing blah 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 blah. It's, it's easy to say that when the market booming, when it's so easy to right. make money. But when shit hit the fan, like you said, give it 12 months, we're going to see the people that's, you like, dang, what happened to so-and-so? They right. ain't been posting they like that. They ain't going to be outside. They ain't going to be out. <laughs> at all. They ain't going to even be on social media, bro. <laughs> They're going to be, not. like, posting every now and then. And it's going to, bro, this, this is one of my pet peeves, bro. Like, not now. I ain't really seeing it now because we it's, it's still up. But before... When when everybody wasn't rich, mm-hmm. like everybody you know rich, you would see certain people 
they they lived in the past. Like they post all day of stuff that happened t- two years two ago. Two years ago. Like that's the that's what's gonna happen. Damn. That's, that's what's gonna happen. Bro. Nah, you're right. They're gonna, they're gonna be they're gonna be doing flashbacks in 2020. They're gonna be reminiscing about trips they took in 2020. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> no. like, it's gonna be crazy. No, no you're right though. You're right, but that man, but that's why you always gotta prepare for times like this, because just how good times don't last last forever, bad times don't last forever either. Right. either. But you don't wanna be when the bad times hit, you don't wanna be out here down bad. You're right. You be- at least want to, you know, have some type of cushion. Like it's yeah. okay. It's okay to get help too. Like it ain't. Right. It, it's not a problem with it. It's just. Well, I say for me, for me, like just say if I got a friend, and I've been watching him going crazy, and I'm doing my shit, it's gonna be hard for me to just put my put me into him because I'm like, bro, we could have been out here doing the same, same thing, thing, but you party. I ain't even getting none of that. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's how I'm. That's how I look at it. But ain't nothing wrong with ain't nothing wrong with going broke, bro. No, that's, a, that's <laughs> like, right. Like, I'm glad you said that because the fact we talking about it, I don't want people to get confused to be saying, to make it think like we saying there's something wrong with going there. Because to be honest, that's part of the process. Especially, I feel like once you, I feel like under under thirty, specifically, mm-hmm. more than likely, if you really out here making moves like that. Taking risks, there's going you gonna go through a period. You be like, damn, I just lost all my bread taking risks or doing right. some crazy right. shit. It's going right. to happen. So, like you said, there's not it's something wrong with staying broke, but going broke. Yeah. That's part. That's really part of the game for real. Yeah, it part, especially when you're young. Because you're trying to figure shit out. You're trying to figure out what moves can I make. What's gonna make? What's gonna? How this gonna work? And sometimes shit just go left. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, else yeah. you already know. Me and you, we just both took an L. Right. <laughs> you know, you know? I took two L's. I ain't gonna talk about them right. on here though, but no, he know. We both he know. <laughs> he know. We, we didn't took some L's and I ain't talking about nothing. I'm not even talking about no uh small I ain't talking about no couple hundred, couple thousand. I'm talking about some real L's that's like I think if most people took it, they would have been like Oh yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Bro. What I what I tell people when they like if I'm around we talking about you know it's most when you get around guys it's gonna be a money conversation so right we talking about getting getting this getting that uh being rich and all that but I'm like looking at the mindset of everybody around and I'd be like bro to get rich you got the down there go crazy like a couple times because mm-hmm. it's like. Like you were saying with the money situation, like losing a lot of money at one time and then not knowing how to get it back right that second, that'll, that'll run you crazy, especially if you got responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So then that go back into budget. Because what if you went out here and got the, you got a penthouse, that exactly. got your bins, that did all you ain't going stuff. back. You can't. You can't go back. <laughs> exactly. Most right. not. Dude's ego won't even it let them go man, back, bro. Uh, a, a guy ego, if they if they built themselves up so they could afford this lifestyle, that's why you have so many, I think, in my opinion, that's why you have so many celebrities and um, stuff. They get super rich and then they fall off, but they still, like, they can never really bounce back because they hold on to that lifestyle. 
I wanted to mention one of them, but I don't even know what I'm saying. Like, but you know who I'm talking about, I probably too. Do. I probably do. But no, that's real. Like, once you, that's a, man, that's a, that's what I'm saying. Once you, um, once you agree, you, you agree with yourself that, okay, I'm about to, I'm about to boost my lifestyle. Look, you got to understand that human psychology and human nature is when stuff hit the fan, you're not going to want to drop back down. Oh, if you nah. got a $3,000 apartment, when she hit the fan, you're, you're not, not going to want to go back bro, to that $1,300 apartment. It's just going to be And like, don't let you have no girl. You got a girl, bro. Let's look. I'm going to break this down to you. So say you live in the, the you know, $3,000 apartment, all that, and then you go broke. Your girl, bro, if she wanted, if you was buying her a bag every week or every other month, you're going to still have to buy that bag or she gone, but she's going to be with, I ain't going to say every girl going right, to be right, that, right, right. but it's a high chance of her, if she was only checking for you, she's going to be looking for that next guy. Especially right, if that's if what she was there for. Right. If that's what she was there for, hopefully she went up for yeah, that. Right. <laughs> but bro, how I look at it, a girl not even wrong to be with somebody that, that got money. No, she not. What she supposed to do? That's what's like, bro. That's like I be like. I'm glad you said that because you because as as men sometimes we always would be like, um, oh, shorty only mess with shorty only mess with me or she only messing with him because he got money or I or you know we right, always say right, stuff right, like right. that. She only messing with because he got money. It's like so I'm only messing with her because she's beautiful. Right. So exactly. It's, right. it's that's like, a, you know what I'm saying. Like it's a trade off. It's a trade off, man. To be honest. The 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 men's side sound more shallow than me anyway. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Because you still want somebody that could take they care of you. They want to feel secure, bro. Exactly. Now, it's, um, it, it is, you know, certain stuff, like, could get extreme, but don't 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 yeah. show that lifestyle. Don't show that anyway. lifestyle. Once you would, you're right, though, because once you expose somebody to something, you can't be mad when that's what they built right. that expectation. And yeah, right. And they, like, expecting that frequently. You know, like, everybody might not be there for, like, but you say for the most part, once you expose yeah, but I'm glad you said it because I be hating when dudes, but I be saying that a lot. Be saying like, man, she, well, a, a, a gold digger ain't, okay, I, I get that. The, the term gold digger, somebody just messing with a man strictly because they got money. Obviously, that's not a good thing. But a lot of guys act like it's a bad thing for if a woman want to mess with a dude because he's financially stable. Right. This girl want protection. She want to be taken care of. Man, I want my if, you, if you not the thing of it is, as a man, you should want to do these things. If right. you ain't trying to trying to take care of your girl, your girl a reflection of you. That's right. All the way through your life, bro. Like you can see, like just say if somebody get rich, like in they late, let's say they get rich at like thirty, right? If they was dating in their twenties, you could see the women that mm -hmm. they were dating, and it's usually gonna go from bottom, okay. <laughs> She bought a six. She bought an eight. And when you get that money, you're going to have the top of the top. You're going to have the top of the top, oh, bro. Man. Like, that just... That's how it goes. It, that's what it come with. No, it, no, you being real, that's 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 definitely what it come with, it, bro. As you as as you get older, your status get increased, especially if you're a single man, you're going to... But like you said, as a man, you should want to do these things anyway. And I don't want people to get it twisted. I ain't, I ain't nothing wrong with tricking on your girl, On bro. your girl. That's what I'm saying. Ain't I don't want people to get it twisted that. thinking we talking about doing this for any and everybody. It's something wrong oh, with no, doing no, this. Because no, no, no. some people hear this 
you know, sometimes people, um, they, they, they comprehension will be like, they'll misunderstand some things. I don't want people listening to this understand, like, we saying you should, any woman you deal with, you should be taking care of them. We talking about the one that you chose, yo, one, you know, the, right, that's, right, that's right, that right, one. Right, right. You got to do, you got to do what you got to do. Don't be doing this for everybody, wasting all your resources on everybody, because then you just out here like a goofy. Well, you is a goofy for real. Right. But with the one that you rock, that, that you rocking with, rocking with you, you yeah. got to, you know what I'm saying? You gotta show love, cause especially if she holding you down, you gonna you gonna naturally want to do that. Facts. So you no, nah, you ain't <laughs> you no, nah, you ain't lying though. But it's this this conversation interesting though because um I feel like a um a lot of people because it's like the older I get, the more obviously your perspective on things is gonna change. Right, like I don't right. think the same now that I thought when I was twenty one or, or even twenty five right. for real. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Right. Shit changed right, so. Right, right. Especially, especially as a man, because you, your responsibilities, like you said, you start creating families, your responsibilities change, and more on your shoulders, mm-hmm. and it ain't easy. Like, you a father, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Talk about, talk, just talk about what it's like dealing with all those things, and you being, being a father, taking care of business, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of, it's a lot on a man's plate, and then, you know what I'm saying, you got to take care of the woman, you with all that stuff. Uh... So with kids, man, my only thing that I feel like that was something that I learned that was impactful, stop trying to rush them. Just, just guide them. Because when you start trying to rush your child, to, oh, I'm going to rush them to learn this, I'm going to rush them to do this, you're going to start thinking your kid is uh, bad or, mm. or just, you know, or a certain way just right. because they're not doing what your, pace. Yeah, your, what your expectations is. And, and pretty much, pretty much from just doing that, you will see the growth as it goes. As, it and goes. as a parent, man, it get easier as you go. At first, it's gonna be it's gonna be something new, man. Like you are gonna be stressed, you gonna yeah. you gonna go through stuff. But at the same time, man, as you go, it get easier. And then eventually, man, hopefully you can look at yourself and say, "I'm a great parent." Mm. Oh, that's that, hey, that's that's. Hey, I love to hear that, man, because we got it. Just because you, you're 27, so being yeah, a father, you know what I'm saying? And that's still that's still young. And that's a good example for people to see, especially you working hard. You know what I'm saying? Ain't like you just slashing around, not doing right, shit. Right, you still right. take care of business. So that's a um, hell of an example, especially for black men, because as we know, most of our community come up in a single household, whether it's father, a lone father, a lone mother, some kind of shit like that. So that's, hey, man, that's dope. I can, I can only salute you, but... Let's talk about, um, let's go back to um, insurance adjusting for a second. Just for the people that may, like I said, they may hear this first time they're hearing this, like, man, I ain't even know about this industry. So, like, what specifically, if I'm watching this, I'm like, you know what? I think I want to do that, too. Where do I go to even start going down this path? Uh, so, I got, I got an ebook on um, Instagram. Just go click the, uh, the link in the bio. Mm-hmm. It's a... Uh, I think it's forty seven dollars right now. Okay. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna drop it down, man. Just just cause I like giving back, I'm gonna drop it down to twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollars to change your life, bro. Yep. Twenty five dollars. Yeah. That's it. Damn. And I, I I'm gonna put that for the um for everybody that's listening. I'm a, the link gonna be uh the link for the ebook gonna be in the bio of this pod the description of I say a bio in the description of this podcast. So if you wanna go get it, just go to the description of the podcast, click the link to get started. Cause like I said. 
I ain't know nothing. Me personally, I didn't know nothing about insurance adjustments until probably like two years ago. I ain't never even heard of it. And like I yeah, said, I, I think we found out about around the, the same, same time. time. Yeah, yeah. And I was like twenty six at the time. So, yeah. like I said, if I if I knew about this at eighteen, I would have been like, man, because I didn't know what I was wanted to do after school. I'm like, after high school, I didn't know if I was going. I knew I ain't had the money to afford college. I knew my parents. My parents. My mama told me straight up, I'm not paying for you to go to school. <laughs> she was like, you hate school. You a terrible student. I'm yeah, not I got cussed out about that. Huh? I, I, was like, I got cussed out about that. Because it's thing? like, through school, bro, it's like, this how I was. Through school, through high school or whatever, I get get the grade just to play. I play sports, so get the grade just to play. And my mom noticed that. So when I got out, when I even got out, when it got close to graduating, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to college. She, man, she went off so on me so bad, bro. It was crazy. It was crazy. That's that's kind of like why I didn't. But I'm glad I didn't because I went into the military and when I did go to school, it was free. It was free. And the military, I know this this ain't no military ad and nothing like that. I'm just talking from my experience. The yeah. Because <laughs> people hear you talking about it, they hey, like they don't want to get me started. Right. They think you campaigning or something. I'm just saying from my experiences, it forced you to uh, it forced you to grow up for real. Cause you really out on your own. Oh yeah, for you know, sure. Yeah, you are. You out on. Ain't nobody. Ain't no. You dealing with the government now. Ain't nothing you could. Your parents could do to get you out of the situation. Nothing. <laughs> you can't call your mom, your dad, and be like, "Mom, this this was happening. I need your help." It ain't nothing they can do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Unless you got a parent that's a high ranking. Like a colonel yeah. somewhere or something, a general somewhere. That's different. Man, but that, that still ain't going to help. And that still ain't going to help for real. I'm like, telling you, like, your parents can't get you out of it. If you've been in the military, your parents can't get you out of them Article 15s, man. Hell no. Hell no. I went through that twice. <sighs> I had two Article 15s, <laughs> two two LORs, mm-hmm. and a lot of LOCs. Anybody in the military, they know they know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's uh, Article 15. And especially for these people that got no um don't know don't know what we talking about what that mean. Article fifteen is very serious and very. It's like kicking. That's you like out. they about to they on the verge of kicking you out for real. Like they thinking about it at the least. They thinking about should they let you stay? Right. So getting in trouble like that. And what's crazy? I'm is like though, a unicorn. No, nah, for real, bro. I got two and still stayed in. You're not for especially especially when you talk about the Air Force. Right, Air Force too. Yeah. yeah. That's a whole that's a whole another beast in itself right there because the Air Force, like I said, once again, this is no military campaign though, but the Air Force is so the Air Force is like I'm trying to it's like a um I'm trying to put it to the terms that people could most people can relate to. Um the Air Force is like pretty much how people it's like the most prestigious. It's the it's the bougiest, <laughs> most prestigious branch. Right. So they expectation and they standard. It's so much higher, higher than yeah. other branches. And there's no knock or disrespect to other branches. That's just how the Air Force operate. Their standard is extremely high. So when they, they got a low tolerance for trouble, like anything. anything like that. And then once you coming from people like us, when you coming from like inner cities and stuff like that, this is a conversation I was having recently too. When you when you go to that military lifestyle, it's completely different with, from what you came from. So it'd be harder. To, I know for me, the first two years was damn near hell. It was so hard to adapt. I'm around... Like, I always talked about this, like, growing up in Chicago, I was never around white people. I wasn't around white people until I went to the military. Yeah. And that's a culture shock for me. Like, I was so many things. I'm like, they don't talk how I talk. It's hard right. to relate. I don't, and a lot of times, I would be getting in trouble just for, like, I ain't know what the hell was going on. Right. It's just, it's just like, 
being being nonchalant is not gonna work in the military. I nah. promise you. Like that, nah. that that's my um personality. That, that's my personality. Like my genuine personality is a nonchalant person. Like we gonna kick it, we gonna laugh, but most of the time, like I'm in a nonchalant You're a state. nonchalant mood. And that, so that could backfire on that. In the military, bro, just say, just say you get something wrong. I this is the only thing. This is my last thing on the military, but just say. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I said. I said you get campaign. something wrong, bro, and you don't get frantic about it. Oh, that's the end of the world, bro. They act like you just a piece of shit, bro. Right, they, right. They, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like it's like it's not that. I'm gonna I'm gonna get. That's my personality. Yeah, that's just a, no, but that but you know. That 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 um goes off to something else I want to touch on because it's come down to adaptability and I feel like period in any time in human history I feel like adaptability is one of the most important important um traits that anybody could have. Oh yeah, and that's something that that definitely taught me because you want to especially if you want to win on a major scale I, I feel like you have to adapt to different circumstances, different sets of people, different all the different like um location wise all that you got and you got to be able to do it quick too. You can't oh, take yeah. no long ass time to adapt because opportunities will fly by your ass. Right. Like real bash, quick. You miss bash. a whole opportunity just because you can pick up on things quick enough. You can adapt to conversation, adapt to new ideas, all that. So adapt, man, adaptability might be it. That's like a top five. If you really trying to win, that's really like a top five trait for real. Honestly, I feel like that's number one. It might, no, it's number one, it might be number one. Like Basically, um, this too. So, like, when I was in, when I was in ninth grade, um, I moved to another high school that was probably like 30, 30, 40 minutes from where I was at. It was all black people at my first mm-hmm. high school. One nobody really. It wasn't. It wasn't mixed for real. Or at least my crowd wasn't. When I moved to my uh, my other high school, bro. It was some uh, everything. So, like you were saying, like you got to be able to talk to everybody, mm-hmm. and I, and that's what I did, man. And I I got pretty popular at the school just from doing that. Like it didn't matter what color they was, right? Like, we rocking, we rocking, right? And that's that's boy, that's that's a major key. And that don't mean because people, like I said, people would probably take that as you might be changing the way you talk or changing the way oh, you no, act. I'm, I'm, I'm talking, speaking how right. I speak. We're going to exactly. talk about stuff. You're going to see, <laughs> you're going to see, I could talk in depth about situations, but I'm not going to change exactly. the way I am. Exactly. When I say adapt, I don't mean change the way you are. I just mean adapt into the environment where no matter where it is, you can still make it work, still make it fit being authentically yourself. You ain't changing your voice. You ain't acting different. You just know how to relate to people right. now because you've been experienced enough. Or and if you don't know how to relate, you just try to figure out what, what it is, like what's going on. Like once you figure it out, you'll know how to you'll know how to move in rooms. Yeah, like you, you got to know how to move in multiple rooms, bro. Yeah, no, that's facts. And just and that's how you think you learn that though. How you what's the best way to learn to move through multiple rooms? Uh, I say find one person and stick to them. Whatever group, I don't want to just put it on race, but We'll just, I'm going to just leave it there. Just say you may find you a white guy that's pretty cool. Stick to him. Mm. Go around with him. See see what he's doing. See mm. the people that he hang around. And you will be able to know, like, okay, these genuine people, they may not do the same thing I do. They might not know about the same thing I know about. But, hell, I don't know about what they know about. Exactly. So I'm going to feed off that what they, what they know, and I'm going to teach them what I know. And we're just going to keep doing it through every crowd. 
No, that's, no, that's facts. Yeah, that, keep growing. Oh, that's that's a good answer, bro. Because I was just gonna say, just get, just just go out and just start meeting people. Get that, that hard to do. Yeah, because I see for you some, for some like, people be like, I ain't gonna even lie. That's not me. Like I'm not a just go and go approach and meet a people. person. I may know someone and I go out with them. I meet their crowd. All right, boom. I meet the people individually. Like I'm not gonna just be like, hey, it's Drew. Boom. I'm going to have conversations with him. <laughs> I'm going to have conversations with him and build my own relationships. Mm, I like I, know, I, I like that because, uh, I, I, you know, based on your personality, it's going to be, uh, you might be pro pro doing that. And then some people, because I know for me, it's easier for me to do that because I just got an outgoing personality. But I know some people, they may not be as outgoing as me. Right, I ain't going right, to go in a room and talk to no damn stranger. Right. People think I'm mean, bro. I don't know why. Like, everybody I talk to, They'll say, like, I got this, um, like, I don't know. They say my face ain't approachable. So that's why it's like I have to do it that way. Like, they think I'm weird if yeah, I come they, up on them. Yeah, I see. I, I, I see what you're saying. I want to I wanna touch on I, I wanna touch on this, though, because I feel like this, uh, um, since we, we we both two men here talking, I want to ask for the for the men that's listening. Because I remember I made, I made a post about um, becoming – a better man. I it got a lot of reaction. I got a lot of people DMing me and stuff. So I'm like, I should touch on this on the podcast. So in your opinion, what are some steps right now, just for men out here? So if you if you a woman listening, you can send this to your brother, son, uncle, mm-hmm. nephew, cousin, whatever, friend, whatever. Like, what do you think is some of the like right now? No matter what position you in, no matter if you got money, if you don't got money, what's some things that you could do right now in your life for you to become that man ideally that you want to be? Uh, stop caring about what people think. If you if you can just master that, then you that's it. That's all you gotta do. Like master, master that. Once you do that, like you gonna be doing everything you wanna do. You gonna start like even if it's all right. Just say if you ain't got nothing. It's a lot of people that don't have nothing right now that won't go drive Uber, won't go do DoorDash. But if you don't give a fuck, you'll go do it. it. You'll go do it. Make make the money. Then whatever money you make from there, put it into something that you really want to do. So Mm. basically, I feel like it's it's a pride thing. But really, pride. Ego. Ego. uh, All that. So Mm. it's just, man, find find you a way to stop giving a fuck what people think. Once you find you a wave to to get some money, stay consistent, man. Consist, bro. They should change. This is what they should do. They should change the word "men" to "consistent." <laughs> consistent <laughs> should be what we're called. That's that's, that's your only goal, bro. Stay, no, consistent. stay consistent. Ooh, that's that's a bar right there, bro. I like that, and I want to play devil advocate for a second. Not be not because I, I disagree with none, because I don't. I just want to play devil's advocate, just because I, there's always people listening. There's like, well, what about this though? So I want to say, um, when you talk about, because you said, hold on, what was the first thing you said? Or no, you said you said uh, don't care about people, what people think. Yeah. And there's gonna be somebody, and there's gonna be some truth to this. They might say it was it was harder now to not care about what people think because now we have so many different platforms and outlets where opinion is valued so much you got instagram tiktok twitter youtube where it's like all it is is people opinions and it's like you really got no choice to care about people opinion because everybody give you their opinion so it's harder for me so what did you say to the person that's like it's hard for me not to care because we on social media it's just opinions everywhere 
compared to, you know, back in the day, our parents and stuff, it was easy for them to not to care because they ain't have, they could live their life under the radar. Nobody know nothing about what they got going on. Oh, honestly, bro, you can still do that. Yeah, Cause, true. All right. If it's 100 people right now that's on social media, only two of them are successful. Mm. So them the only two people that can even say that statement. Mm. <laughs> you feel right. me? Right. So everybody ain't a, uh, all right. Everybody's not a leader. Right. Everybody is not an influencer. So just like how this insurance adjusted, you don't have to get on on social media and talk about how much money you make and, and trying to build following. That's your insecurities. That mm. has nothing to do with you making money. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be popular. That's what it is, bro. But one thing uh, Aristotle said, clout chasing is uh, currency. Mm. So I do believe that. But at the same time, bro, if you can't... You got to accept what's going with you. You got to crawl before you walk, you bro. Facts. Yeah, right. Everybody, then you, most of the people that want to be an influencer don't have influence on the small on the, level in, in a small level locally a, just locally so how are you trying to do all this mm. you trying to pass everything like bro if it's mm. in you it's in you if that's it's in bar. you it's in you bro hey that's a damn bar i ain't i ain't never heard nobody put it that way because that's a fact because not even to not even i'm not even trying to um i'm not even trying to be braggadocious or nothing but way before i had influence on social media i had influence in my neighborhood right i had influence in my school right Hella respect, bro. exactly. You feel what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, you not, you not skipping the process on nothing. I don't exactly. care what it is. There's certain people that can, but I'm pretty sure the majority. Took, yeah, if we took all the people that are successful influencers, rappers, whatever it is. Before they pop, there was something before that. Yes. So you got to realize, like, I can still be something, but I got to build this up. Mm-hmm. I can't just go. Today I'm today I ain't got nobody that's following me. Exactly. And then the next day I'm the whole world millionaire. I got a million followers. I'm making sixty bands a day. Like, (laughs) bro, it's not gonna happen like that. It's not. No, no. That's yo. I'm so glad you said that because I I don't think nobody ever on the podcast um has said that before. But that's true for the people that's listening. That's like, man, I need a social media following. That's crazy overnight. You right before you do all that. You got to have influence with people in your real world. Right, right. No groundwork. It's, right. I want passive income, no groundwork. <laughs> like, like, it's like, it's like if the people in your real world that you deal with, that you're around daily, they don't see you as an influential person. How the hell the rest of the world going to see you as that? Right. It's just right. not going to happen. Right. But honestly, me personally, bro, like, and this me touching on another, but I watched the podcast mm-hmm. already, so... I think his name, uh, Get to Millions. He said, yeah, yeah, do you yeah. really think everybody's supposed to have money? But, all right, I'm like, thinking about it, I'm like, hell nah. Yeah, no, no, he nah, said that. I, I don't like, feel like that. Yeah. Because if you really think about it, bro, when you was growing up, you already knew you had a light. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? But you knew it was people around you that didn't. That didn't. And that's how they feel about you, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they might not say it, they but they know, it. like, damn, they got that light. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it's people that have got rich and, and, and got successful that didn't have a light. But most of the time, the people with the light, they never, uh, they can only disappoint you. They can't really, um, they can't surprise you because you already see it. 
You already see, bro. This what that's this, facts. This dude, they say it crazy. They're like I always knew. Right, they'll say yeah, it once yeah. you're there. Right, like man, but they hate. They they'll either be hating or not saying that to you on the way up, bro. <laughs> hey, that's hey, that's facts. But I, something, something that um, when you, you what you say when you say um, not caring about what people think, I think that's so important today because it's so easy to for people to compare themselves to other people, and which is bad off top anyway. But I think what people got to understand is once you own the internet. And I was telling somebody else this. You have to realize that 99, I don't want to say 99, I'll say 90. You got to realize that 90% of the shit that you see is cap. Oh, These yeah. These people don't got the money that you think they got. They don't live how you think how you think they living. So you looking at your life feel like your life ain't shit. You comparing yourself to this person that this idea you created from what they pushing online a whole time, this person probably staying with their mama, living with their auntie, don't got a car, but they not showing it. It's, it's just a bunch of highlights. They got a bunch of followers. Right. But you comparing yourself to them, not even knowing the whole time you live a better life than them. Right. So, like... We went... We both went through that. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to speak but we went through that. <laughs> you like, know what I'm saying? So, you can't... You can't never... I tell everybody, when it comes to this social media shit, you got to look at this shit as strictly entertainment. Nothing more, nothing less. There is a small number of people that's really getting money. They ain't capping. But most of these people you see was influencers. These mugs is capping. Right. And then another thing, too, like, even if they not capping, all right, bro, content has gotten so crazy. Somebody can make going buying this water look like the best thing <laughs> in the world, bro. So just imagine they going in and out of Gucci stores, spending all these money, like, doing all this stuff. And that whoever behind the camera making it look, making so, it look so crazy, extravagant. But in the grand scheme of things, bro, I go get a, I go get a shirt, or I go get a, uh, go get something from from the mall that's a uh, luxury. When I get done buying that shit, bro, that little that little dopamine hit gone You're before gone. I get to the car, bro. Before you get to the car, bro, and then to keep it real, well, I think it's like a lot of people don't know is a lot of these people be going to buy these things. Taking these pictures, doing videos, and taking that shit back. And yeah. if most people knew that as as that content, ain't bad though. Hey, yeah. look, I'm gonna be transparent. If that's what you're doing, if that's how you're trying to do it, bro, do what you do. Like I said, stop giving a fuck what people bro, think. What people think. <laughs> you no, nah, you're right. You're right. Because at some point, like I ain't on. I really don't. The fake it till you make it thing, I'm not really on that. But right. if that's what you're doing, bro, do it. Do it to the best of your do it ability, to the best bro. ability. But what I'm saying is, it'll be people that'll see it mm. and they'll start feeling down about their own life. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. People will be like, yeah. man, my life, I ain't shit. I they they live in a they live in a they might live in a dopest apartment, but they got a roof over their head, they got their own car note, they taking care of themselves, but they'll see somebody else that's faking it for real and yeah. be like, Man, my life ain't like bro. This shit ain't, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this is the thing too. Uh, the like the uh, the statement, um, more money, more problems. That shit is so true, bro. Like when I was broke, bro, my only problem was let me let me go get something to eat. Go get yeah, what, what I'm gonna eat. Something to eat. Let me ask mom for twenty dollars. Let me do something like that. Like that was my only thing. When you start getting money, now. The the people that you may have been helping, they might be in a bind. So now you got to take care of that. And then you got to take care of your family. 
Then you got to take care of your own mental health. Yep. It, it's like, bro, yeah. across the board. And then with you being the breadwinner, you can't lose. Mm, you can't. Because if you lose, everybody lose. You feel what I'm saying? So that's a whole different ball game, bro. A lot of people want to make money, yeah. but ain't ready to make money. But they money. ain't ready. Because you know what? They ain't ready. Another reason they ain't ready, because they ain't ready to say no. Because when everybody know, <laughs> when everybody know you got it, they're going to come to you. Oh, they yeah. know if fans are bust about it. And, entitled, and, too. And they're going to be entitled. They're going to feel like, I've known you since you was yay high. I know you got it. It's not going to hurt you to give it to me, so you should give this to me. And if you're a person that's not ready to say no, because it's going to come from all kinds of ways. Luckily, I'll say, like, me personally, luckily, my I, I'm blessed enough, and that's why I say luckily, because I got a family that they don't ask me for anything. But I know most people that's in similar positions to me, that ain't the case for them. They always got people coming to them saying, hey, cuz, hey, bro, hey, nephew, let me hold this. And if you're not ready to say no, you're going to end up broke. So Man. most you right. Most people ain't really ready to have an abundance of money because they ain't disciplined enough to say no yet. They gonna say yeah every time somebody asks because they gonna feel bad about it. They gonna be like, man, that's my uncle. I gotta do it. That's my family. I gotta do it. And they 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 um stretching themselves thin because they telling everybody that comes to them, I got you, I got you, I got you. You can't tell everybody that. Right. I feel like what you should. Well, I ain't gonna say what you should do. I would say what I do. I got a set number for the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it go outside of that number, it's over. I don't know what to do. I don't know what, like, I, I at that point, it's over. I ain't, I'm going to say no. I got to say no because I done made this plan. You went outside of what you was, what? you know what I mean? Because after you help a person so many times, you're just enabling you're them. Enabling. You're not even helping them. Oh, and then you got to speak to the fact that what's the likelihood of they actually paying you back? To begin with. Bro, I don't need long money. You see what I'm saying? You probably dish that, it out, that, just that, never that, expect man. to get it back. Right, you know, yeah, you're never gonna get it back. And yeah. then you're gonna get this the crazy part about it. Just say somebody asks you for some money, you give it to them, they go ghost, they come back, ask you for more money, and say they're gonna give you the money that you already gave them. Like in, in some time. I'm like, bro, that don't even make sense. Yeah, so I just stop loaning money, period. Like, hey, this you gone. Yeah. <laughs> you can't really and then that that like, for example, say you loan me money. Like, you loan me $5,000. And I'm like, all right, I need to pay him back. But say I was a bullshit ass mm-hmm. Like, I ain't pay you back. Shit started going left for me again. I asked you again. Yeah. You're going to be like, I can't even do that with, like, I can't even do that with a clear head. Like, why would I give you some more money? But if I did pay you back. Yeah, and I'll be, be like, like oh, yeah, yeah, I got you, bro. Facts. When somebody pay you back, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, he got a history of paying me back. I know he'll pay me back. That shit just like credit. No, it's just <laughs> like credit, bro. When somebody messed up, that, messed up that credit with you and they ain't paying you back, it's over with. You better. But me, how I'll be looking at it, I'll be like, man, that person's just one less bill now because they can never ask me for anything. <laughs> That's how I'll be looking at it. Like, you gonna pay me back? Oh man, that boy getting rid of them uh, subscriptions. Right. True bill. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh man, no. hey, that's facts. But damn, we got we got to get ready to wrap up before we wrap up, bro. Oh, yeah, we've been. This ain't even feel like you know because these these conversations. To be honest, these conversations we have all the time, probably anyway. So this was just the first time that people get the chance to be on the fly on the walls of the conversation while while also getting them some. Uh, 
some um IA games, some insurance adjusting game. And like you said, if y'all want that, make sure y'all go to the uh I keep saying bio. Y'all keep go to the description of this podcast, click the link, mm-hmm. and just go get it. And um no, but before I wrap before we wrap up, I just wanna say appreciate you coming on. We this has been long overdue. We've been trying to uh Right, we've been right, saying we're gonna right. do this for some years now for real so to get Yo, it done i was on the third episode too. oh y'all yeah go, if, if y'all you... go check out the growth no fact hey that's facts that wasn't that was the third dang you right bro you was on the third episode that we ever did so if y'all could go back and listen to that episode and y'all that was 2018 so that's almost four years so y'all can see the four-year difference between i'm gonna have to go back and listen to it from the shit we was talking about then our mind frame and now that's dope so i'm, I'm glad you said that bro yeah. but um before we uh end it, plug your stuff where people can find you, follow you, uh um, everything. On all platforms, it's uh Julius DeBard L A one. Um Instagram, TikTok, um Twitter. To Instagram, bet, bet. And y'all make sure y'all definitely follow him and uh y'all can follow me on all platforms. Well, shit. My <laughs> my Instagram got disabled, y'all. I'm trying to get that back, man. It's been a struggle getting that back. But y'all can follow me on Twitter, TikTok. Um, YouTube, everything else at Xavier C. Miller, and y'all can follow Deanna as well. She had Deanna Kent on all platforms. And that's all we got for y'all in this episode of Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. See you guys next ep- next episode. Peace. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people. If you know they solid, elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some game, Xavier, y'all gonna talk about it. No, Deanna, speak that shit that everybody vouches. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant.